Hey, what's up, y'all? Kenny Barnwell here, co-founder and CEO of The Creator Circle. We're a knowledge broker agency that specializes in helping real estate pros like yourself package their expertise and sell the heck out of it online. I wanted to share the methods that we use for our clients to help them build authority with their brands and create powerful income producing digital education assets, as well as learn from other top real estate educators. You see, the knowledge industry is predicted to be a $250 billion industry by the end of 2022, and we want to help you real estate pros tap into this growing asset class, make a bunch of money, and empower others to success through real estate. All right, y'all, let's do it. This is Real Estate Educator Radio. All right, all right, all right. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Dang Show. Um, I'm super excited to have you guys back. Today, we're going to be diving right into the first part of the buyer's method. And by the way, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to the last episode. The last episode, we kind of did an overview of what the buyer's method is in its entirety. And uh, this time, I wanted to talk about the first part of the buyer's method, which is your brand assets. And remember, um, what a brand asset is, the reason why I call them assets is because these are touch points for your potential students, okay, your potential course customers. These are touch points that when they interact with you online, they are getting warmed up through your funnel, we'll say. And if you're not certain what a funnel is, um, relative to all of this, by the way, it is imperative that you understand this, but a funnel is being able to take a broad audience of potential students or customers, bring them into your world, warm them up to the point to where you can eventually convert them to sales. Because again, you know, being a real estate educator online is a long play. Whether you're, you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on ads every year or you're really heavily doing organic, um, you are in the process of taking leads or prospecting to get leads and then warming them up to eventually convert them into sales, which is a really, really cool thing, by the way. If you really think about it, you can take people that have no clue who you are, bring them into your world and uh, help serve them at a higher level. And one of the best ways to start that kind of foot in the door with having these people's attention is your brand asset. So let's talk about some of the areas of brand assets that you can focus on um, in the whole chain of prospecting. Uh, Well, first of all, if you're listening to this, maybe you have a podcast, okay? Um, If you have a podcast, you're going to have a podcast logo, okay? You're going to have a podcast graphic. That podcast graphic needs to match up with your website branding, okay? If you have a website that you're leading everybody to, uh, to get involved in your education, um, that podcast graphic needs to match up through colors, text, feel, because remember, branding is a feeling. It is a feeling after having someone uh, interact with you, uh, and also it is an authority building Um, asset, meaning if somebody goes to your website, 
um, then they go to your podcast and it's all congruent across all of the look and the feel of the brand, um, you gain that authority in that space uh, with that congruency, okay? So same colors, same fonts, same feel, and same vibe. Uh, it doesn't have to be the exact same design, but it just needs to have that same um, outline and aspect, right, uh, to your brand. Another area that needs to be congruent, and by the way, when I mention these areas, they all need to be that similar feel and vibe, right? Similar colors and all of that. Um, another area is your Facebook, what I like to call your Facebook funnel, but your Facebook profile, okay? And the reason why it's a funnel, by the way, is a Facebook profile, your actual personal profile, not not your Facebook page, which, by the way, pages when I'm recording this are really just a place to run ads. Like it's good to have your, your branding and your information on there as a business card, but that's about it. You know, you don't really have to work a Facebook page a whole lot as far as posting, but your personal profile, as far as being a real estate educator online is very important. You're going to want to create a cover photo and that cover photo, um, should lead people to your group, your Facebook group. Okay, your elite society, we like to call it in the buyer's method. And that, again, that elite society is also going to have a Facebook group cover photo that is of the similar branding, right? The name's going to be very, very similar, uh, or it's going to be the same as what you call your your education program and so on. For instance, um, if you've ever been to teachrealestateonline.com, I walk you through a case study of one of my clients, the REI Society. And the REI Society, he's got the REI Society podcast. He's got uh, his REI Society Connections group on Facebook. And they're all the same branding, color, and stuff. I encourage you guys to go check out Brandon Thompson at the REI Society. You can see what I'm talking about. In fact, go look at his personal page too. It's open to the public, and you will clearly see that it is actually a funnel. And what I mean by funnel is the Facebook cover photo uh, is, is an outline and a description of what he does. Um, in, in other words, who he serves. So in his case, he helps ambitious, uh, people start or scale their real estate business. Okay. Uh, and on his cover photo, it says, I help, you know, people, uh, ambitious people start and scale their real estate business. Um, join my free REI society connections group. Okay. This is very important because that is a touch point for people when they check out who he is uh, or when they check you out, they're going to see your Facebook cover photo first and they're going to go, huh, who is this? They're going to maybe have listened to your podcast. So so this is why it's so important to have that connection of congruency between your colors and fonts and names and logos and everything is because if they're listening to your podcast, they've seen your graphic, they go to look for you on these other areas of social media, say LinkedIn, say Instagram, or in this case, the Facebook cover photo, and they clearly see like, oh, okay, this is the same person, right? You've, you've, you know, created that authority through these brand assets. And that cover photo right there, when it says, click here to join uh, my free REI Society Connections group, like it does for him, that is clearly an asset because it is a call to action. Somebody can click that image and in the comments uh, and the description of that, that Facebook cover photo is a link to join 
his group, right? And then what happens is if somebody checks them out, they're really likely to join the REI Society Connections group. Um, and then in the group, he can continue to nurture uh, that that contact. So again, that's why the branding is important across all areas of social is because let's just say, again, they, they've listened to your podcast, they see your cover graphics, they go to look for you online and they find your personal profile. Maybe they send you a friend request, but that Facebook cover photo is telling you, hey, come join my real estate education group. And then when they actually go to over to the group, they'll see the same branding and they'll feel like they're involved in your world, in your community. Um, another place to have branding is your YouTube channel. Again, I do a case study on Brandon Thompson at the REI Society. Um, he's got a really fantastic coverage with his brand assets. It's one of, it was one of my uh, early clients that we worked on. Um, and he also has the REI Society TV channel on YouTube, right? And if you go to the REI Society channel on YouTube, you will see the same branding, same font, same text. There's his photos. Um, and even on down to his thumbnails, right? His thumbnails are congruent with his brand, which is very important. Uh, something that we're going to talk about later on in the buyer's method is your lead magnet. And in his lead magnets, uh, you will see that it's the same exact branding, the same look and the same feel of the cover photo. He actually has a 46-page, what we like to call the playbook. Now, I've created a variety of different types of lead magnets for my uh, clients, which we will discuss here in, the, in a, the lead magnet episode. But when you're creating your lead magnets, whether it's an intro to a webinar or it's the playbook like he has, you're going to want to have that same feel, same branding because it, it creates that authority, that connection to your brand, and it is also another touch point on the web. Now, imagine if somebody, if you have all of this congruency with your brand assets, your logos, your colors, your fonts, your look, your feel, you know, when someone Googles you, if somebody is just in sheer conversation and they Google your name, all of this branding will pop up on Google or on the search engines, um, again, reinstilling that authority and confirming uh, the authenticity behind who you are uh, and what you're representing through all of that branding. So it's very, very, very powerful. And I'll give you one cool tip. Um, when you create your lead magnet, and again, we're going to talk about this in deeper um, there's another piece of branding that you can do on your Facebook profile. And what that is, is called your featured photo. You can, Facebook has, uh, if you look at your Facebook page, Facebook has what's called your featured photos. And there's nine of them to start with. Now, if you don't, if you don't change these featured photos out yourself, Facebook will randomly choose photos. Um, most of them aren't going to be ones that you want uh, to be featured, but they will randomly choose photos relative to how many got engagement in the past and there will be nine of them and it's right below your about right right below your website links and stuff um, and what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to create a graphic a single image graphic and that should be branded it should have your click here or click the link above to get my free 
uh, freebie, right? My free lead magnet. You wouldn't say lead magnet. You would say whatever it is, my free webinar, my free playbook. Or in my case, if you go to Kenny Barnwell's profile, you look at, go, go to my Facebook profile, you will clearly see these very same brand assets I'm talking about. My cover photo is leading people to teachrealestateonline.com and my featured photo is leading people to listen to this podcast because this is my lead magnet. This is my kind of a place that I can warm you guys up to me and my brand um, and potentially get to work with you in the future, Uh, being able to create your programs and helping you guys sell the heck out of it online, right? So when you go to your featured photos, you're going to want to delete all nine of them, okay? Delete them all and upload your single graphic, all right? And when you upload your single graphic, it should have your lead magnet, uh, image on there. It should maybe even have a photo of you and it should say something along the lines of click the link above to download my free cheat sheet, blueprint, whatever your lead magnet is. Again, we're going to dive right into awesome lead magnets and how to create them uh, in a later episode. But then right above there, you have in the about section, the ability to put your web links. This is all part of your brand assets and you're going to want to put really basically, you're only going to want to put like two links, your website for your training or your your overview website, your main website. And right below it, you're going to want to put the link to your lead magnet, your freebie, um, whatever that ends up being. Because then what happens is this is how powerful, uh, I like to call this um, kind of community uh, acquisition and community cultivation is what you would do is you would go into like REI, REI groups, and there's thousands of them, in whatever realm that you are wanting to be an educator, wherever you think your students are hanging out, right? And what you do is you go into these groups and you start engaging in the comment sections of some of these people asking questions that you can answer, right? And let's just say if you answer someone's question in depth uh, and really smartly and very actionably, um, they are going to say, well, man, thank you so much for, for this response. I really appreciate it because I got to tell you, and you've seen this, most people give shallow answers. Not a lot of people give value in these groups. Most people don't. So if you're the one person that's actually giving an in-depth value add answer to someone's comment in one of these groups, what is going to happen is they're going to say, who the heck is this person? Thank you so much, right? And then what do you think is going to happen? That's right. They're going to look at your Facebook profile just the same way that you would. And then what do you think they're going to see? They're going to see your cover photo that says, hey, join my free awesome group. Well, I definitely want to join your free awesome group because of the fact that you gave me so much value in this group, right? So boom, you got them, right? That's that's that acquisition stage. But another acquisition stage is getting them on your email list. And Again, this is all this co- uh, this congruent branding which matters. So when they check you out, what they're going to do is they're going to look at your co- profile. They're going to see the cover photo, which chances are they're going to dive into your group. But then they're also going to scroll down and they're going to see your featured photo. And it's going to say, grab my or check out my free training or grab my free blueprint or my checklist or webinar, whatever it is. Click here. Absolutely. And then boom. You got them on your email list so you can cultivate them on the back end. So then, you know, if it is true in sales, and you guys may know this, but the the saying is in sales that people don't 
convert. People don't purchase until the fifth or twelfth follow-up. And you can look at your brand assets as touch points, as follow-ups from the first moment they interact with you. Whether it be your YouTube TV channel, your podcast, your LinkedIn, your Facebook group, your Facebook uh, profile, maybe in a group and they're seeing your, your profile photo, right? This is all brand assets, all congruent brand assets that um, make your potential students feel uh, empowered and feel a certain way relative to how you have uh, the feeling of your brand set up. So you can see how powerful, powerful, powerful uh, brand assets can be and they can work to your advantage. So many people get this wrong. So many real estate educators, maybe, maybe they don't have a feature photo. Maybe their feature photos is a mashup of photos that Facebook chose for them. Most people are because a lot of people don't realize and understand and even know about the featured photo aspect. So they lose out there. Maybe they have a cover photo that's got like a house or their their family or something. Hey, nothing against your family, but it's not really converting anybody. If you're talking about becoming an online educator, you want to send people through a, a, a customer process, a journey of you know, a warming process, what we, what we like to kind of call a nurturing process, right? So that's how you do that. You do that through these brand assets, through this cultivation of building authority, uh, of that same look and same feel all across all the web, all platforms. And uh, I guarantee you, if you guys implement even just a little bit of what we talked about in this episode, you guys are going to kill it. All right. So, and that's the first section of the buyer's method is getting your brand assets congruent and in line across all platforms. So when you win, you go to engage and you go to acquire and I like to say fish, right? Going fishing out uh, potential students out of these different areas where they're congregating in these different groups. Um, then you will be able to speak to them with authority through your brand. So, um, all right, guys. Well, hopefully this was a valuable episode to you. Hopefully you guys get out there and implement this stuff. And if you like this show so far, give us a like, subscribe to the channel. I've got a whole series coming of the buyer's method. Um, and I want you guys to stay tuned for that so I can deliver as much value as possible for you. And, uh, like I always say, guys, get out there, create and educate. 